Yesterday is gone, another day has come. Do something new in my life. Yesterday is gone, another day has come. Do something new. Something 
Father God, we bless and worship you. We honor you this evening. Have your way, O God, in our midst. Speak your word to us, O God. We pray that none of us will leave the same. We pray, O God, that we will have more of your presence and of your spirit. In the name of Jesus, may we become more and more like Jesus. In Jesus' name, may we be blessed because we came. In Jesus' name we pray and the saints said, Amen. Amen. We may take our seats. Hallelujah. God is wonderful Amen. and has a good word for you and I this evening. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. So today we're going to hear something important, something that I believe God is very interested in, something that I believe God wants us to deal with or focus on. Amen? And this is something that will help us in so many ways. I'll tell you very shortly. Will help us when heresies come. Will help us when uh, uh, times are tough will help us when the evil day comes, will help us when we meet people who are confused, will help us to be victorious in every single situation, will even help us to be able to defeat the devil when he brings something like the word of God against us. What do I mean by that? Something like, like, like when he was tempting Jesus, Satan said, it is written, but he, so there are many times that we misquote, misrepresent, misunderstand what the Bible is saying and go to error, go into error. Some people who, if they didn't repent before, who knows, they might be in hell. Those who were slave traders, they used the Bible, you know, Onesimus' slave and all that stuff. They used it and misrepresented the scriptures to suit what they were doing. So such people, if they didn't repent, they'll be in fire. So I pray that they all repented because God doesn't want any of us to perish. So no matter how wicked people were or are, we must still pray that they are saved. Hallelujah. You know, um, yeah, so that, that's very important. But uh, uh, it's, so it's very important so that we don't misunderstand or misrepresent the scriptures. So that we don't take the scriptures and let the scriptures say what the scriptures are not saying. Let's look at 2 Timothy 2.15 and then 1 Peter 3.15 and 16. So we want to talk about studying to show, study to show yourself approved unto God. Hallelujah. Study to show yourself approved unto God. And all of this will tie in with prayer. Amen. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 25, sorry. 2 Timothy, did I say 15? 2 Timothy 2, uh, uh, 15, yes. Yeah. 2 Timothy 2, uh, uh, 25. 25. What does 25 say? They should gently, please use King James until uh, further stated. What does 25 say? Let me go to 15. In meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. If God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledgement of 
acknowledging of the truth. Now, 2 Timothy 2.15 says what? Study, study to show thyself approved unto God. I'm trying to see who is behind the equipment. Study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Oh, hallelujah. So the Bible is saying that you and I must study. Study the word. So it means that the people who study be eventually become approved of God. Because the Bible is saying study to show yourself approved unto God. So it means that those who don't study don't get a certain approval from God that other people get. Because there are different approvals. There are different ways God approves us. It's not just studying. Maybe God will approve us for faith. God will approve us for doing something uh, uh, that we, uh, was difficult. But one of the ways that God can approve us or God can recommend uh, us is if we study. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. We must study the word of God so that we will not be ashamed and we can rightly divide the word of truth. Look at this in NLT now. We, so that we can rightly divide, uh, understand, explain, uh, 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 organize the word of truth. Work hard so God can approve you. So in, uh, you, you cannot be a sticker of the word or study the word without hard work. You need to work hard to study the word. You need to spend hours and time and days, a lot of time, to be able to get the word in a certain way. After praying, Ephesians 1, 16 to 23, and then praying that Holy Spirit, God, with your, by your Holy Spirit, open my understanding of your word. And then enter in, dig in, and taste, and see that the Lord is good. Work hard so God can approve you. Be a good worker. One, well, who is a good worker? So many people feel that a good worker is people who are busy doing so many things. What does the Bible say? Be a good worker, one who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly explains the word of truth. That's a good worker. That is someone who God approves. So we want to be able to be approved by God. This, the, the, you can also call this ways to be approved by God, but I feel it's important study to show thyself approved unto God. So we must study. I, I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. Very, very important. Now, also, 1 Peter 3, 15 and 16. You're going to just read a lot of scriptures today. King James and then slip him down to NLT after. Hallelujah. Okay. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason, reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Now this is very important because many Christians fall short here. I'll explain. Hallelujah. Now, 
uh, can we go to King James, please? Oh, sorry, NLT, yes, you got it. Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if you are asked about your Christian hope, always be ready to explain it. But some Christians will say, oh, this thing, you are thinking too much. You are asking too many questions. This thing, just believe it by faith. But what about those who can't believe it by faith? The Bible is saying that we must be prepared. Sanctify or worship God, Christ Jesus, in your life. And be always ready to explain why you believe what you believe. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. So it's not a matter of saying that, oh, but just believe it. Oh, but the, the questions, some people even get upset when people are even out of the way and are asking stupid questions. There are some questions that are stupid questions that when someone asks, it means the person is not interested in salvation. They just want an excuse. But there are also people who genuinely are looking for answers and no, no, you are asking too many questions. Just, just believe it. Just believe it. No. Sometimes you can reason it out. The, the spirit of the word of knowledge. The spirit of wisdom. Hallelujah. The Bible says, and the, the seven spirits of God, and the spirit of the Lord will rest upon him. Two are, or three, are the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of wisdom, and the spirit of counsel. So it means that God expects us to use wisdom and knowledge as we study the scriptures. Some of them ask a very difficult question. It's better to say, I don't know, let me find out, than to say, oh, but just, just because there are so many people who have a lot of questions. And many Christians are shy. Can we put the AC off, please? I thought it was off. Uh, uh, many Christians are shy. They, 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 they are shy and they don't want to uh, have to uh, ask questions because they feel they'll be ridiculed. I'm shocked that you guys are still sitting there. I said, can we have the AC off, please? Is it off? Okay, so next time, just give me a, hands, a thumbs up. Hallelujah. So how many get what I'm saying? There are many Christians who have a lot of questions, but they, are, they, they don't know how to ask. Because they feel that when they ask, people will look down on them. But they'll only be looked down on if, they don't have, if the person looking down on them doesn't have, do not have the answers. Because when you have the answers, I like questions. Because some of the questions, I do, when I don't know it, I'll do the research and then I'll find out. And then I get to know for myself also. I remember many years ago, this was earlier on in the ministry. Someone asked me about uh, 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 Melchizedek. Is Melchizedek Jesus Christ or is he not Jesus Christ? So I went to do some homework many, many years ago. And I, after the homework, I knew that Melchizedek is not, cannot, and will never be Jesus Christ. Because, yeah, anyway, there's no time to explain it here. But he cannot be. Because he is like unto the Son of God. Hallelujah. And different verses that explain why. But I wouldn't have thought about it. The same person asked me, if it is a sin to lie, why did God approve Rahab for lying? So it's good to ask questions. 
So then I just went to the scriptures, and that was not a difficult thing to, to, to deal with. God has never approved, will never, and had never approved of Rahab's lie. Like he never approved of Abraham's lie. God justified Rahab by faith, and then Rahab lied after justification, but her sins were forgiven, and that's the end of the story. When you read in Hebrews, when it talks about Rahab, and you read in James, when it talks about Rahab, Rahab is one of the heroes of faith in Hebrews. When you read about Hebrews, the Bible commends her for having faith and sending the spies off another way. The Bible never says that Rahab was justified because she lied. She was justified because she had faith in God and sent, hid the spies and sent them off another way. Then she was justified and lied after that. You can put your hands together for Jesus. Then she lied. So, all, so it's good to get questions. How many are getting what I'm saying? So many complex questions are there. So many. How many are getting what I'm saying? So we must, from now on, let's be a church with people who know the scriptures and are ready to answer. Not, oh, but why are you asking this kind of question? If someone asks about, someone asked, what about a big, big bank? Could, there, could a, a, a big bank and creation, can, you, can they coincide? Someone also asked, evolution and creation, can it coincide? Can, can you mix the Bible with evolution? It's a clean no. Evolution is a, 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 a hoax, farce, or whatever you want to call it, a joke. Uh, uh, it, it makes intelligent people sound stupid. People who have gone to school learn so much. Past the high-level mathematics, high-level physics, high-level. High but <laughs> James Webb, the, the, the James Webb Space Telescope is showing them that they were not thinking. The James Webb Space Telescope. It's 100 times stronger than the Hubble Telescope. And, and the, 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 of just about five, a half a billion years after the Big Bang, they say. Within half a billion years uh, 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 after the Big Bang, they found about six or more galaxies that are bigger and more advanced than the Milky Way. But their models and all the theories say that it should have been many, many billions of years. So it throws everything off. So we must study. Am I preaching? We must study. So let's read First Peter 3, 15 and 16 again. Uh, uh, NLT. Hallelujah. But in your hearts... Honor Christ. First Peter 3, 15 and 16. But in your heart, honor Christ the Lord as holy. Okay, let me read it here. Since Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if you are asked about your Christian hope, always be ready to explain it. But you must do this in a gentle and respectful way. Keep your conscience clear. Then if people speak evil against you, they will be ashamed when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ. So it means that all the people who are speaking evil of you, 
Hallelujah. Just continue to study the word. Continue to do the word. Continue to live the word and they'll all be ashamed one day. Hallelujah. Because trust me, not everyone wants us to succeed. Do you know that, Michael? Not everyone wants you to succeed. Some people want you to fail. And some people are praying or hoping that you fail. Think about it. They, they, they are hoping, they are waiting to hear you say something evil so that they can say, yes, we said it. Or they are waiting for your downfall or something bad to happen so that they will say, yes, we said it. But don't worry about it. Just focus on the scriptures. Focus on your relationship with God. Focus on how you are going to get close to God and you are going to know God through the scriptures. And let those who don't know God who are doing those things continue to do those things. Leave them to do it and you do what you can. Sometimes you feel like, ah, let me defend myself. At work, let me defend myself. In church, let me defend myself. In my family, let me defend myself. But when you look at Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, imagine, I mean, he's God anyway, so that's why he could do it. Imagine on the cross and people wagging their heads and shaking their heads and saying, ah, look at him. He saved others. He cannot save himself. Ah, why don't you call Elijah from heaven? Why don't you come down from the cross? We will believe you then. I would have come down. Yes. I would have come down to say, look, this is me. You, you, you see now? Do, do, do you see? this? Yes, I, I've proved it. I, I, he, him, I he's God, so he wasn't itching to prove it. He just said, let me leave it. I'll, I'll entrust myself to God. Let me just leave them to continue to, to, to shake their heads, to continue to say all those things, to continue to taunt me. But it's very difficult because we are not God. But God wants us to follow his example. But it will be hard to do it if we have not studied. Are you getting me? If we have not studied the scriptures. Hallelujah. So when you study the scriptures and you follow the scriptures in uh, the right way, then your conscience will be always clear. And when people speak evil of you, trust me, people are speaking evil of you, maybe even your neighbors, they know you are going to church, so they are speaking evil of you. At work, people are speaking evil of you. So many people are speaking evil of you. So you and I must continue to just do what we are doing. And then they will all be ashamed. And they will not just be ashamed because they'll just not be ashamed because uh, you, you, you are doing well. But, but God himself will make sure you do well to shame them. So they are actually helping you to do well. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. Because you are following the scriptures well. When the devil laughs at you and says that you are going down, do you see how low you are? Just continue to trust God. 
Just continue to read the scriptures. The devil will say, look, you are down. You are staying down. Look at everybody else. Look at how well everybody else is doing. Look at you. You are down. But just continue to read the scriptures and continue to do what you are doing. And you will be surprised the way God will lift you up. Hallelujah. 1 Peter 3, 15 and 16. We will see how God will, will lift you up. Verse 16. Hallelujah. So it's very, very important because... The Bible says, rejoice not my enemy. Of course, you're talking about demonic forces and enemies. Rejoice not my enemy, for when I fall, I will rise. The righteous man falleth seven times, but he rises. He falls, but he rises. Rejoice not my enemy. I said, rejoice not my enemy. I said, rejoice not my enemy. What the enemy meant for evil. God will turn it around for your good. I'm preaching to somebody here. Some people are in despair feeling that when am I going to see the victory? When am I going to see the open door? It looks gloomy. It, it doesn't look like there is hope. It doesn't look like things are going well. But God is about to shine a light, a bright, bright, bright light that will shine and dispel every darkness that rises up against us. Yes, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. Some people are just being polished. But we need the word of God so that the polishing can be done well. Some people just need to be polished. When you have an arrow, you have a bow and you have an arrow. The bow, you have an arrow. Now, Joel, when someone wants to shoot an arrow from where I'm standing to the end, do they need to stretch it very far? No. But when you want to shoot the arrow very, very far, do you need to stretch it as hard, much as you can, the bow? Yes. Now, how far is God taking you and I? Glory, glory. Is God taking you and I to some short place or just a, a small place? Is God just taking you and I to just a small corner? Is he lifting us up maybe 5%? If, if that's what, if, if, if he's lifting us up higher, then the stretching will be more. So the question is, where do you want to go? Do you want to go to a small place or do you want to go to a big place? Do you want to be a zero or you want to be a hero? Where do you want to go? Now, if you and I have been praying, oh God, take me to the next level. Oh God, take me higher. Oh God, I want to do, I want you to use me. Then expect a stretching. But the stretching is made easier. No, no, let me correct it. The stretching is bearable and will work when we are studying. You can put your hands together for Jesus. When you are not studying and you are stretched. Then it becomes a problem. Oh, oh, then instead of you learning your lessons well, instead of you gaining more strength, instead of you gaining more uh, 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 maturity, instead of you gaining more knowledge, gaining more perseverance, you rather weaken because you are not studying the word. But when you study the word and it looks like you are going down, you are going up. Am I preaching to somebody? So studying the word is important. Studying the word is important. So God wants us to sanctify him glory in our hearts and be always prepared. I said be always prepared. Always, 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 always. Hallelujah. Ah, 
if, look, if God approves you, I mean, Sister Emma, imagine you had a million dollars. Well, you have it very soon, in Jesus' name. Again. But imagine you had maybe 10 million dollars and you had a million dollars for a project. And you felt led by the Lord to give a quarter of a million dollars to someone, to some charity or to someone. Are you not going to the church? And, and maybe you had maybe some amount, huge amount for a particular area. You are looking for someone. Isn't it going to be most likely someone who you've approved of? Oh, yes, someone who pleases you, who you've approved of. How much more the God, Lord who, the Bible says, the, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The cattle of a thousand hills are for God. So if God himself, who is the ruler and the creator of the universe, is, has approved of you, come on. Glory to God. The things you are looking for. God is not like He-Man who is the master of the universe. When I was younger, this He-Man, these cartoons, master of the universe who will be fighting battles with his lion, fighting and fighting and eventually they'll win. But the big, no, 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 no. God just wills and it happens. Am I preaching to somebody? God just decides and it happens. When you look at your life now, and I look at my life now, what we see is not the full picture. What we see is just a glimpse. But a time will come that we will be exposed to the whole story. But you see, many times when people are going through something, they only can see as far as they can see. But God who is all the way up, he sees everything and sees the end from the beginning, the beginning from the end. So as you and I are crying, oh God, why have you done this? Why have you allowed this? God, in God's mind, he's like, just relax. Relax. I know the plans I have towards you. Plans of good and not of evil. I plan to bring you to an expected end. So chill out. Chill out. Relax. I know the plans I have towards you. That's what God is saying. Because God has already preordained. That there's victory coming in maybe a week's time. There's victory coming in maybe a month's time. There's victory coming ahead. But you and I cannot see the future. So we are sad. But the redemption, our redemption draweth nigh. I said it draweth nigh. I said it draweth nigh. But the word is the word. It's the word. So we must study. I said we must study. We must study. When you study the scriptures and something is happening... Even though we are human beings, no matter the foreknowledge, no matter the preparation, we will still be affected. Let me repeat it again. No matter how much of the scriptures we know, when a situation comes, we'll be affected. But how quickly will you re re revive from the affection or being affected? How quickly will you realize that God is on the throne? That, that's, that's the key. And it depends on how quickly and how deeply we are in the word. Because when you study the word, you know that this is how God operates. The Bible says God has chosen us. I think it's Isaiah. God has chosen us, but not as silver. But he has chosen the fairness of affliction. He has chosen us in the fairness of affliction. Let me get that verse. Am I preaching to someone? Isaiah. Good. 
Isaiah 48, 10. Behold, I have refined thee, but not with silver. I have chosen thee in the furnace of affliction. Look at this in NLT. That's all we need. We don't need any more. Just that verse. Because you ask yourself, God, what, what is this? I mean, I've asked him, what, 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 what is this? How can this person die like that? How can this person go through this? Someone who was trusting you, how could you allow, I mean, how, can you, how could you allow this to happen? There's a lady who was trusting God. I don't know the full story, so I can't judge. She had breast cancer. Oh, that she trusted God. She said, no chemo. God is going to heal me. Until the breast started bleeding out and she died. The breast stuck on to, to the chest wall. Stage four. Continued until death. And I was like, ah. Why? I have refined you. But not in the way silver is refined. Rather, I have refined you in the fairness of suffering. God, I don't, I don't understand, and I'm, even if we, I don't agree with God's methods, he created me, he created you and I, and the best way to do it is the fairness of, of suffering. Because he knows what is best for us. I don't know. And therefore, because I don't know, I might not agree with it. I might say, God, why? But it is God who knows. I don't know when I'm preaching to somebody. He's the, he, he knows the best way to get us strong. He knows the best way to get us mature. Look at 1 Peter, and then we'll go to James 1. 1 Peter 1. Let's start from 1, then James. But you see, all this I'm talking about, it, it is made possible when we study. Because when we don't study, we will not be approved of God. And when you are not approved of God, God will not even take you and I through the suffering. Hey, did you get that? It is when we are approved that God will take us through the suffering, the fairness. Because that's how he refines us. That's how he chooses us. And after that, Philippians 1.27, but let's read it here first. First Peter and then James 1, and then this. And there are many others, and then Corinthians and Romans. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the strangers scattered throughout Pontius, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, through sanctification of the Spirit, unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, Grace unto you and peace be multiplied. Wait, wait here. Elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father. I will not say too much, otherwise we will, start, we will stay here. Through the sanctification of the Spirit, Jesus Christ sanctifies us, but it's, it's the Holy Spirit that is in us to make us holy. The Spirit of holiness in us. Unto obedience, so we have to obey, and the sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Because remember that the blood was sprinkled glory on the mercy seat. Hallelujah. And all this is done for you and I. Grace unto you and peace be multiplied. Continue. Verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has had begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. 
to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you. Who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Wherein ye rejoice, greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. That the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold, that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Go back to verse 6, NLT. So be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though it is necessary for you to endure many trials for a while. Short while. Please continue. These trials are only to test your faith. That's all. The suffering is to test our faith. Once our faith is proved, come on, blessings. So put your hands together for Jesus. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. How do you know that the gold is pure and solid is the fire? How do we know that our faith is pure and solid is the fire? It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. And your faith is far more precious to God than mere gold. So if God has chosen that gold is refined by fire and gold is precious, but my faith and your faith is much more precious to God, God than gold, then when he is refining us, he's doing it with joy. When we are going through a certain suffering and he knows we will overcome it, he's doing it with joy even though he's also feeling for us. He has compassion because of our pain. But he knows the end result. If you are putting, you are allowing your child to go through suffering, to, to train the child. Think about it. When the child is in the pain, you are saying to yourself, come on, you can do it, you can do it. But when they see you, face is straight. You can do it, you can do it. When they go through the, the difficulty, maybe I'm not paying something for you, you have to figure it out yourself. You have to pay whatever it is. Then when they are about to finish, you are excited. Come on. You got it because you know the reward you are going to give them. Am I preaching to somebody? So if your faith remains strong after being tried by fiery trial, trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. When your faith is able to stand. What does it say? Am I preaching to somebody? You love him even though you have never seen him. Though, though you do not see him, you trust him. And even now, you are happy with a glorious, inexpressible joy. Oh, my Lord and Savior, I've never seen him, but I believe him. I've never seen him, but I trust him. I've never seen him, but I know without a doubt that I love him with all my heart. And I'm looking forward to seeing him after 100 years. Jesus, my Lord. Praise God. I can't wait to see his face. The one I'm living for, the one we are living for. Can't we, I mean, it, I can't wait to see his beautiful face. But I can't wait another uh, 800. In Jesus' name. Am I preaching?
Amen. James chapter 1. How many are getting what I'm saying? You see, this, I'm talking about those approved by God because of studying the word. Because trust me, if you are not studying to show yourself approved, if you are not able to study the word, there will be nothing to hold you. I, I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. There, there will be nothing to hold you up when it looks like you're going down. There will be no word. You will not have enough of Jesus in you to move you. I don't know that I'm preaching to somebody. Are you, are, are you guys hearing me from there? James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. We're waiting. My brethren, count it all joy. When ye fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Now go back to verse 2 and then use NLT. Now, it's very important to know when you and I ever happen to go through trial and suffering, we must not say, oh, God is using trials and suffering to, to, to prove me. So let me embrace it. No, you fight it. You fight it in prayer. You rebuke it. You command. I, I, one of my prayers is that, God, let me not have any trial. Just, just spare me many of these things. Spare me. I, uh, spare me. <laughs> spare me. Not just me. Spare us. Didn't you say, Lord, that we should pray that you lead us not into temptation? Spare us. But Jesus Christ, when he asked, he pleased God and he was baptized. And the Bible says, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. What happened after that? And the spirit led him to the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. After hearing the approval. Dear brothers and sisters, whenever trouble comes your way, let it be an opportunity for joy. It doesn't mean you should embrace it. Continue, thank you. For when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. Did you get that? So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be strong in character and ready for anything. But let's use ESV for verse 4. We're not going to touch verse 5 today, so don't worry about 5. Let's use ESV for verse 4. I think it will do better in the, for verse 4. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. When the Bible says lacking in nothing, it means you will not need bread. You will not need a car. You will not need a shoe. You will not need medicine. Because you are complete and perfect and you lack nothing. You don't lack health. You don't lack, you don't lack good deeds. You don't lack problems. I, I said pr uh, problems that are not solved. You don't lack anything good. Hallelujah. But it comes from the word. Am I preaching to somebody? So how many see the importance of studying to show yourself approved unto God? First, Second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 17. 
for our light affliction. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Look at it in NLT. This is powerful. Amen. So, just know that we need to study the word so that all these verses will be a reality in our lives. If we don't know the word, we are not practicing the word. We are not studying the word of God to show ourselves approved. How are we going to be able to endure these things? How are we able, how, how is God going to be able to hold us up or, or hold us up? Because he holds us up by his word. But if you've not studied the word, how is it going to hold you up? I don't know, I'm preaching to somebody. For our present troubles are quite small and, will, and won't last very long. Oh, hallelujah, did you get that? I said our present troubles will not last very long. It won't last very long. Yet, they will produce for us an immeasurably great glory that will last forever. Even the troubles of taking extra time to study the word. The sleepless nights. Also, studying the word will help you and I, even in uh, 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 evangelism, to be able to explain to people. Because it, when you go on evangelism, of course, we, we, many of us go, but when you go on evangelism, that's when you will find questions people are asking. One time during evangelism, long ago, someone asked me, I don't believe in Jesus. I feel that he, he is a legend. He's not real. I said he's real. I said he's real and he, history proves him. Show me. Give me an example. Tell me who, wh where in history can you prove Jesus Christ? There was a time I was asked, but I didn't have all the information. But another time I was asked. This was many years ago. I didn't have the information. But when I found the information and I was asked, I was able to explain because I had studied Is there proof of Jesus historically? There is what we call the historicity of Jesus Christ. The historicity of Jesus Christ. Are there examples? Many in the scriptures. Are there examples? Someone will say, no, 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 the Bible. When I'm talking to such people, I don't, I don't even quote the Bible. I don't use the Bible for such people when I'm trying to prove the historicity because they don't, they don't believe in the Bible. So when you are saying, but the Bible says, they say, I don't care what the Bible says. I'm saying that I don't see, uh, give me an example outside the Bible. Then I'll give them Josephus. Flavors, Josephus, antiquities of the Jews. I'll give them the Roman uh, 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 historian, Tacticus, or Tacitus, or Tacitus, or whatever. I'll give them his example. I'll give them the Roman soldier who ha um, said a derogatory thing about Mary and the birth of Jesus. I'll give them those examples. 
many of us need to be equipped, and also those watching, when we are going on outreach, to be able to answer questions. We've gotten strange questions, haven't we? Strange questions. Romans, time is almost up. Romans 8, 18. So we are talking about why to study your, why, why should we study to show ourselves approved unto God? The first one, which is so that we can, we, we can be approved by God. And when we are approved by God, we'll be able to stand and be strong. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy. Wow. To be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Everyone who is going through something will have a great reward. I always say to myself, if I'm going through something or I've got a loss, I need to find out the lessons quickly. What lessons does God want me to learn or know through this issue? <clears throat> Even if it's not my fault. For I reckon that the present, that the sufferings of this present time are not fit, are not worthy. It is, it is, it is, it is unacceptable to compare it. Yeah, amen. To the glory that shall be revealed in us. NLT. NLT, please. Yes, what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will give us later. So when you are tied for Jesus, there's a reward. I want my suffering not to be I'm suffering in life, but it's the, 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 the things I have to go through for Jesus to help someone, to save someone. That, 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 you see, I, I believe that the sufferings, we can choose the path of the suffering we want. I, at least I hope so. <laughs> I, 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 so that the, the, the kind of suffering is... Okay, let me journey. Let me, let me do this. Let, let me spend time praying. Let me spend time praying. Let me spend time uh, traveling for Jesus. Let me spend time on outreach, talking to people when I'm tired or I'm, I have a headache. I've not reached Kenneth Hagin's level yet where he's not had a headache since the 1950-something or whatever. Hallelujah. When you have a headache and you are, you, 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 are, you are suffering that way, I prefer that than there's some lack or problem in my home. Am I preaching? Yeah? Yeah. So I pray that that will be acceptable. At least that's God. God, let's, let, let's deal with this kind of, let's use this, let's focus on this one. <laughs> but look, God will do what he wants to do. Whatever we say, whether we like it or not. We just pray that he'll give us the grace like David where we can negotiate with him and, you know, you know there are some people you, you they, are, they, they, they know how to get you like children. They know how to get, especially the young ones, they know how to get you oh, oh, by wrapping you or by coaxing you and before you realize you give in. We pray that we can do that with God. Amen. But if you don't know the word, you won't even know that you can do that. If Moses could negotiate with God, Abraham could negotiate with God. David also could negotiate with God. Hezekiah could negotiate with God. 
you bet we should be able to negotiate with God. Hallelujah. He's no respecter of persons. James 1, 27. I thought I'd finish this today, but continue. James 1, 27. No, sorry. Philippians 1, 29. Philippians 1, 29. Philippians 1, 29. Philippians 1, 29. For unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake. So what I'm saying is that whatever is happening in my life and in your life, it is something that God is going to use to bless you and I greatly. That Those are all I'm trying to say. That suffering and the difficulties you and I are experiencing in our life, God is going to sort them all out and them and he's going to cause us to move forward there's a couple who went through pain pain that i did not understand and they did not understand a certain type of pain and loss then when god blessed them with the first instance blessed in the first instance after I mean, after pain in the heart, I told them that, look, I can't even remember what I said, but what I said was that, look, God is going to surprise you. God is going to bless you beyond your dreams because you have gone through this difficulty and God is about to move you to greatness. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. And they keep reminding me because what God is doing with their lives it is beyond understanding because they went through. We are not saying God is going to promote and bless us in heaven. That one we know is guaranteed, but on earth also. But ladies and gentlemen, God favors and does those things for those who he approves of. And we clearly saw that we are approved when we study the word. Because when you study the word, you are, you are learning about someone you say you love. When you love someone, oh, John, you say you love me. Okay. Do you know what I like? Do you know the kind of food I like? Do you know how I like my food? J Jennifer, maybe John is the one who cooks. Do you, Jennifer, do you know, uh, Jennifer asked John, do you know how I like my food? Do you know how I, uh, do you know what pleases me? Do you know what gets me upset? Do you know the things I prefer? Have you studied me? Have you studied the way I am to know what I will want? When someone asks, asks you what I would most likely do, will you get it right? When you see someone who is getting all of these right, you'll be pleased and you'll approve them of them. God is like that. God will approve of those who take the time to study, who take the time to research, who take the time to, to, to know him, who take the time to read the word of God so that they can know him more. How can you say, Lord, I want to know you more and you don't read the Bible? How possible? 
How can you, how, Lord, Lord, I want to love you more? Or, or if there's a song like that, I'm sure there's a song, uh, know, uh, 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 <clears throat> Knowing You, Knowing You, Jesus. Oh, what, what, what? Worship people, what, 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 what? I want to be a vessel you can use. Or knowing God. So you sing a song to God, you have tears in your eyes about, Lord, I want to know you more. Lord, I want to be a vessel. Lord, I, I, I need to know you more. I want to know who you are. And you don't read the Bible. The angels are gobsmacked. <laughs> and they're like, what? What are they singing? What are they singing? The angels, they are, they are, they are looking. And, and, and they, are, they, are, they are confused. Because there are tears coming down. I want to know you. I want to know who you are. I want to know your ways. I want to know you. And yet, when it's time to come to church or, and, and uh, learn about the Bible or about God or read the Bible, no, let me do other things. No, I, I, my desire, no, no, no. I, I, let me, I'll prefer to do other things. No, we are talking about a song that says, I want to know you. I want to know you, Lord. Are, are, are you getting me? So the angels are saying, I, yes, I want to know you, Lord. I want to know you, Lord. I want to seek your face. And God, God, God is just maybe shaking his head. And I want to know you. I want to know you. He's just, and the angels are like, confused. Because there are tears coming down. <laughs> it's different if there are tears coming down because you want to, but you don't have the time. You, 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 you open the Bible and you realize that, no, I have to go. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about you have time. But you rush out of church because you have to uh, go and watch uh, a movie or, or TV series. Or it's time for the word, but you're looking at TV series. The more I seek you, the more I find you. The more I find you, the more I love you. I want to know you. I'm seeking you. <laughs> Imagine in heaven, God is just, Jesus and God are just like, no, no, no. Do you want God to shake his head and say, no, 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 when you are singing? I don't. How many want that? Imagine you are singing. That's why the Bible, there are songs, let the words of my mouth and the songs of my heart reach you, O Lord. And then there are also songs that say, let it be acceptable. Let it be acceptable. Ladies and gentlemen, it's important. It is a sign. That's why God said that my people are destroyed. Let's get that verse and then I, we close. For lack of knowledge. But when you read other versions, it says, my people are destroyed because they do not have the knowledge of me. And because you have not sought the knowledge of me, I'm not happy with you. Another version. Hosea 4.6 we close. 
Yes. NLT. My people are being destroyed because they don't know me. It is your fault, you priests. Don't forget, we are all priests. Every Christian is a priest. For you yourselves refuse to know me. Now I refuse to recognize you as priests. And he goes on. Ladies and gentlemen, let's, th this message, don't just rush and say, okay, I'm going to start doing it. No, pray about it first. S pray. When you're home, pray about it. Go home and pray. God, I want to love your word. I want to love your word. Draw me deeper into your word of truth. Draw me deeper into your word. I want to love your word. I want to know your word. Give me the grace to study your word. Am I preaching to somebody? They're all quiet. Or is it that you are taking it away? Yeah. I want to know your word. I want to study your word. Pray about it. When we pray about it for some time, God will give us that grace. And then you and I will taste and see that the Lord is good. You and I will not be deceived by wrong preaching, false preaching, preaching that is misrepresenting the word. If I misrepresent the word, you'll be able to catch it and say, no, at least just say, no, this is wrong. I'll accept it. Hallelujah. Joel, if I preach something, it's like, nah. But you have the, the ability to, to say no when you've not studied it. But you, you, you know the word. Very strong. Yes, amen. And they are prophets. Jesus' name. I'm not a word, just at a time. Shall we stand to our feet? Hallelujah. Let's speak to the Lord. And ask him to draw us deeper into his word. Cause us to study his word. I want to know you, Lord. I want to know your heart. I want to know who you are. I want to, I want to study your word so that I can give a reason for why I believe what I believe. In the name of Jesus, speak to him. Wanna be a vessel you work through.
vessels of gold unto thee. We pray, O God, that we will study indeed to show ourselves approved unto you, O God. Work men and women who are not ashamed and we are able to rightly, correctly divide and explain the word of truth in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the saints said, Amen. Whilst we are praying, I want to give someone watching the opportunity to surrender their lives and hearts to Jesus Christ, our Lord. If you surrender your life to Jesus Christ, you will experience the love of God and understand how great his love is for you. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter how far you've gone. It doesn't matter. The Bible says that he loves you. Nothing can wash away your sins and my sins by the blood of Jesus Christ. Higher than the highest mountain and lower than the lowest valley. God will reach you wherever you are. Wherever. It doesn't matter what you've done, where you are, what, what your situation is. He is able to save to the uttermost all who come to God through him. If you want Jesus Christ to save you, the repeat after me, including all of us. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe that He died on the cross for my sins, and His blood was shed for my sins. I believe that God raised him from the dead. I believe that God raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and come into my life. Lord Jesus, please come into my life. Please forgive me for all my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Please forgive me for all my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. From today I belong to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Father God, we thank you for salvation of those who have given their lives to you, O oh God. Keep and preserve them, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. We take our seats. It's time to be blessed by giving an offering. Amen. Father God, bless our offering. In Jesus' name. So you can give um, by text to give, or you can give by check, cash, whatever way you have. But 
You can also text to give if you can have the text to give. Uh, on the, yes, very good. So you can text give to 817826. <coughs> Hallelujah. 9772. Or you can just te- uh, uh, um, give by Zelle. Uh, ChristReveal21 at gmail.com or PayPal ChristReveal21 at gmail.com God bless you as you give. Good measure, press down, shaking together and running over and give. And it will come back to you when you give the gift to the Lord. Come on and give, give, and it will come back to you. Good measure, press down, shaking together and running over and give. And it will come back to you. When you give, you give to the Lord. Father God, bless our offering in Jesus' name. Amen. We may take our seats. God bless you and God bless you those online viewers for watching. We pray that you have a favorable week, a blessed week. Hallelujah. It's time for announcements. Amen. Powerful, powerful message. Amen. Steady to show yourself approved unto God. Amen. Amen. God, God approves us when we study his word. We pray that God will grant 